0: A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Hey, Mark. Mm -hmm. I've been saying for years that Ping help you play your best because that is exactly what they've done for me throughout my entire career. And now I've been having a look at the new blueprint s and t irons and boy they are impressive so much so that i've got the new blueprint s irons in my bag at the moment
2: so what do you like about them so much i mean i've never seen you this excited about a golf club
1: well i could go through the specs which are exceptional but i won't i will say though that if you're looking for more ball speed and if you want to lower your scores you want to mix and match and still look great you should check them out because the new blueprint s and t irons they are definitely worth a look nice just book in with your local golf shop or professional to arrange a ping club fitting
0: it's week 40 of the golfing calendar and nick Hearn and mark allen are fighting fit and ready to go and by ready to go i mean drink wine and talk golf Big thanks to our mates at Ping, contact your local golf shop or professional to arrange a Ping club fitting, and you'll be playing your best in no time. And the Golf Clearance Outlet, who beat everyone's prices. This is the number one Australian golf podcast, Talk Birdie to Me.
2: Hey, firstly, I would like to say welcome to everybody who's clicked on the Golf Clearance Outlet link and have found us for the very first time. So welcome, everybody.
1: Yes, great to have you listening.
2: Nice to see you, Nick. We're here at uh, Australian Golf Headquarters in Sandringham, and a big thank you to Ping as well. Any Ping winners this week? There's a stack last week. We'll have to have a look in the in the Ping Global results. I'll look that one up. Yeah. Hey, there are two players I want to talk to you about today, and I want to start with Ludwig. Who's fast becoming my favourite player, Ludwig Aberg. You'll call him a what are you gonna go with the he's, I'm going to Allberg. You're going to Auburg. Oh I look like whatever it was Wow, he said. You can you can keep that one and stick it in your pocket. <laughs> I'll go with Aberg forever. Okay. <laughs> anyway. He plays in Rome and I really didn't lose a point. Didn't lose one. So not a bad start to your career in Ryder Cup. He goes from Rome all the way back to Jackson, Mississippi, and loses in the playoff. And the reason I want to talk about it is because even though he's got the PGA Tour U exemption for 2024, he still has to fire into the 125 to get into tournaments like the Players' Championship. Correct, yes. So, what he did last week was significant. But that huge trip, the celebration, the whole lot... I put to you that this bloke's a machine because from T to green, he led, strokes gained. How old is he? 22 or 23. Yeah.
1: Well, he's young, so you can you can yeah. handle the travel and all the party and celebration yeah. when you're that age. Yeah, that's you? true. When you hit your 30s and 40s, good you can, luck.
2: You can sober up on the plane, I guess. <laughs> you, you can do that. Um, oh, let me just get these stats out. Yeah, he is because, a ball-striking
1: machine, though. Uh,
2: well, he, he's unbelievable. I mean, shot 18 under par. Now, um, yeah, where is this little thing that I've got here? So in the FedEx Cup, he's now moved into the top 125. So that in itself Mm. is pretty amazing because he's only had three events to do it or something, hasn't he?
1: Oh, no, he's played quite a few this year. Well, he's moved uh,
2: into he's number 113 in the FedEx Cup after that second.
1: He's had a lot of solid finishes already.
2: That's right. Uh, Before this week, he was number 80 in the world. That second place finish has moved him to number 59 in the world.
1: Okay, so now that has consequences because yeah. top fifty by the end of the year that gets you masters. It gets you. That's it it right. gets you the masters. I'm not sure about the other majors as yet.
2: Yeah. So a tour win or another collection of good results uh, that's going to move him in the top fifty mark will mean a spot in next year's Masters, mm. uh, his first career major start. So I'm backing him in. I mean, he's got he's got what a handful of tournaments to get it done. To me, he's the most exciting new player. I've seen. And that's in front of Adam Scott. Adam Scott, to me, when he first turned pro, was so good. Uh, Just a a, a real machine. Mm -hmm. Jason Day was exciting the way he came on board. You He got those starts early, uh, got enough money going, and, and away he went. Rory, when he came on the scene, was big news. Of course, there was Tiger back in, in 1997. ninety-seven, no will go past that. And what he did, John Rahm got into the what, top 10 in the world faster than just about he anybody did. else uh, in, in his stage. And Sergio, let's throw Sergio in there as well oh, because, sure. you know, you, you don't have a, a shootout with Tiger in that PGA when he was jumping out from behind trees. Remember that shot? Oh, yeah. <laughs> one of the
1: shots of, the, of yeah. the decade, that was.
2: Yeah, but I'm putting um, Ludwig right there. Yeah. Uh, he, he is going to be a superstar of golf.
1: I'd have to agree with you because, look, he's tall, he's strapping, he, he's strong, he, his golf swing doesn't look like it has any deficiencies yeah. at all. The only area I think he might need to improve a little is the putting. But yeah. when you hit the ball that well, generally, yeah. you know, you have to yeah. have some area that you have to yeah. improve. And his performance, as you said, at the Ryder Cup, He certainly has the mental capabilities because to qualify for the Ryder Cup, he had to go out and win in Switzerland, which he did. So that was just very, very impressive. And uh, I think he's probably the most exciting player since Rory, to be honest. I think when Rory came out, you know, there was all the bells and whistles and he was obviously won four majors
2: very quickly. So do you know what the Europeans call him? Just on Rory? Go on. They call him the Tall Rory. The tall Rory. The tall Rory. That's what they call him because he hits the ball, no one can believe it when they play with him. Right, okay. Nobody can believe the way this ball leaves the club face when Mm. you finally get to play with Aberg. Is there a short Rory? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Rory, short Rory. (laughs) Have you stood stood next to Rory? He's a short man. Yeah, he's not that tall. No, he's a short man.
1: He's probably,
2: I think he's 5'9, something like that. Yeah, I reckon he's 5'7. Oh, That's what okay. I think. Okay. I reckon five nines like a Collingwood six-footer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look it up while you guys keep yeah, talking. Yeah, pl- please look it up okay. for us, Dan. Um, the other thing, you mentioned his swing. I can't see weakness. You can't see weakness. Mm-hmm. It interested me about a month ago, Jonathan Yarwood, who we both yes. rate very, very highly. Yes. He had a look at his golf swing early days. And the one thing that Jonathan noticed was that he didn't his, his right hip on the backswing didn't uh, go go steep, because there's this. I think a modern way of teaching now is is that your right leg straightens on the way back, which yes. raises your right hip. Reverse for left-handers, everybody. Uh, the right leg straightens on the way back. Uh, the right hip goes up, and then there is a feeling of swinging downhill mm. into the ball. And and he did notice that. That was his one criticism. And and now that I've told you. You I'm you won't look be, for you, it you won't be able to unsee it, <laughs> and and everybody here you you won't be able to unsee it. He, his hips do rotate, you know, uh, very level. Yes, he's got a level rotating hips. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly right. Mm, and, interesting. And after after Jonathan said that, I start watching everybody else. Rory very much, you know, the the the, the right hip goes straight up, yep. and he can see him swinging downhill mm. into the ball. Tiger exactly the same. They go downhill into the ball maybe tiger a little bit too much i think uh even the way he talks about his own swing okay anyway but next time you have a look at luddy you won't be able to not look now yeah, um, yeah and, and i'm pretty sure he's going to have a, a full schedule of events to try and get into the top 50 and I don't think you'll be able to stop this kid.
1: Well, he almost won that golf tournament. He was in that five-man playoff. It was the Sanderson's Championship. Sanderson's Farms, and they're a chicken company. That's where I got the big green egg from. I think I told you (laughs) about that story, (laughs) didn't I? No.
2: I I did. Well, tell me again, the big green egg. Yeah. What is
1: it? Which is the big Weber cooker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I I told you that story. But everyone in the field used to get one, which was quite funny. But uh, (laughs) Ben Griffin, he had a chance to win this golf tournament, who's one of these tour pros, bit of a journeyman, I guess you could say. He's still young. Yeah. Bogey's two of the last three holes and lets four other players into the pl- into the uh, yeah. into the playoff. And Aberg, he, he almost took out his first title, but Luke List, Luke List ended up draining about a forty footer on the first yeah. playoff hole. Australian caddy, by the way. Ben, yeah, that's right. Ben Sayers. That's I think right. It was who sent us
2: no, that? No, sorry,
0: Ben Hayes. I think. Someone his name sent was. us
2: that, didn't they? Yes. Yeah, yeah, we had. A, we had someone uh, sent. Brad Owen, I think it was. Brad Owen. Yeah. That's right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Brad Owen said, uh, "Hey, shout out to uh, Aussie Benny Hayes, who caddies for Luke List. His first PGA Tour win. Mm. Fantastic. Yeah, Aussie caddies, they're just crushing
1: it.
2: They are dominating.
1: Because Ludvig's partner at the Ryder Cup, Victor Hovland.
2: Yeah, Australian caddy.
1: Australian caddy Shay. Yeah, yeah that, absolutely. That's exactly so. right. Oh, you
0: want Rory's height, by the way, guys? Yes, please. Five eight. Well, Ooh, we split it. We split the middle. Split the middle. <laughs> we split the middle. Now, now you talk
1: about incredibly good-looking good looking golf swings. Yeah. You sent me something, or maybe I sent it to you, uh, the guy who almost made the playoff, yeah. Carl Yuan.
2: Oh, my God. So he
1: slam-dunked his second shot on 17. He was three back of Griffin at this yeah. stage at the yeah. Sanderson's. Slam-dunked to get to 18-under. He yeah. ends up bogeying the final hole. But I sent you his chipping action, and I just – there's, there's something oh. you cannot unsee.
2: <laughs> do, you, do you know what? When you sent me that – I thought you were sending me some dude in the pro (laughs) am and we're laughing at a guy in the pro am. Because it was, it was, you know, it was one of those chipping actions where it didn't matter how bad you were, that was just really bad. And then I read the tweet and. He was leading the tournament when he <laughs> hit, hit a chip like that. Yeah.
0: Dan, we need to put that on social Oh, yeah, it's yeah. like he's ripping the piss. It was hilarious.
2: Yeah. I thought he was, it's a joke. It's like he just yeah. tried to push it out of the rough or something. Yeah.
1: And then you do the montage of the goal swings. You yeah. sent me that, and he's given it the, uh, <laughs> what was that guy's name? Uh, ho Sun Choi or yeah, whatever. Yeah, Something like that. Where he was, and the legs are flailing everywhere. Yeah. But then I watched him in the tournament the last couple of holes, and he was
2: pretty steady on his feet. His good swings are very good. Yeah. His good swings are very good. It's funny, you know, we, we saw Jason Norris. At the W A Open, yes, and correct. there were lots of saves, and yeah, he, he, I felt like a lot of his shots, he felt like they were going left on yep. the way down. I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same with this car, Ewan. Uh, I reckon he can feel that it's going to go way right, and that's when he's, you know, doing a complete pirouette mm. after he, uh, just after impact, to try and rescue this thing back onto the fairway.
1: It, it just goes to show there are so many different ways to swing the golf club because the guy who just won the Dunhill, by the way, was Matt Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick yeah. And you look at his golf swing and he sort of takes it inside, comes it, over yeah. a little. It is it is over before you even blink. Yep, yep. It is such a fast swing. And it just goes to show it doesn't matter how you do it as long as you know where the yep. ball's going. It, so as
2: long as it repeats, isn't yeah. it? If it repeats and the rhythm repeats, then mm. basically you're doing the same thing over and over and over.
1: Speaking of the Dunhill, do you see they, they got washed out... Two days, a whole Saturday, Sunday weekend. Yes, I've never seen that. Never before. seen that. And then they finished the golf tournament, so yeah. they came out. The, the, the issue they have with the Dunhill is you've obviously got the amateurs yeah. playing with you, but you play three courses. So yeah. they couldn't cut it to a 36-hole event because then you'd have no that's tournament. Right. They haven't played the same courses.
2: That's right. So that's why they had to come back they on were, Monday.
1: They had to come back Monday. And uh, the Fitzpatrick family got the double, by the way.
2: Yeah. And uh, what's her name? Is it? Susan. Susan. So he's Su- playing with his mum. Susan had three birdies and an eagle on the last <laughs> day. Well, well net, yeah, obviously. Net, yeah, course. With the handicap yeah. involved, but sure. still... To help uh, your son, who's shot 66 in the Mm. last round, so he's played great.
1: Well, I don't know who uh, Alex, uh, Matt's brother, was playing with. might have been Dad. I don't know, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) I picked the wrong parent, I guess. I'm not sure.
2: Yeah, lots of Australians playing in that one as well. I guess we'll get to that a little bit later. We will. We will. Talking about golf swings, Mm. there's one more I want to talk to you about. Okay. His name is Charlie Woods. Now, the internet blew up, of course, because Tiger was at Pebble Beach this week, Uh, and of course, Tiger's... Uh, golf design company oh, redesigned the par three golf course. Well, they
1: call it the hay, Is something that, like that. Something like yeah, that.
2: something like that. Um, I, I've had, I, I, I've been to Pebble Beach a number of times and driven past. You drive past the par three course on the way to the range. Um, in the old days, I'm sure you still do, but it was so boring just looking at it. I never even thought about wandering over.
1: I didn't even know there was a par three course because they usually had a lot of hospitalities and things yeah, like that on
2: it. Yeah, mm. well, these days it's been redone. Okay. Um, and Tiger's done it. And what he's done, instead of all these holes facing away from the beautiful bay that's right there, he's put all the holes, um, a lot of the holes where you've got the ball falls down in the and the water's in the background, which makes a lot of sense. It does. One of the other things he did that made a lot of sense too is that he actually... Uh, all the tees are half mat and half grass. Now oh. that is a brilliant idea. If you if you're thinking about putting the par three golf course in somewhere and, and you're expecting a lot of traffic, there is nothing wrong with what they've done at Pebble Beach, which is the back half of every tee is a mat. Anyway, you, you saw Tiger hitting a few shots mm. off the mat on, on the one of the par threes. There's a big junior event there. Looked pretty good. Looked pretty good, but of course somebody posted. Charlie Woods mm. making a pass at a golf ball. I mean, if he was a professional, I mean, I, I was. It's funny this week. I, I was watching Cameron Champ, and when I was watching Cameron Champ play, I was thinking to myself, "If I could just pinch any swing, <laughs> um, and, and any body to get into, I want cam. I want, I'll, I'll just give me. I want what do you call it? the avatar? Mm. Give me Cameron Champ's avatar. I'll do the rest. All right. That, that's the way I'm thinking. Anyway, when you see Charlie Woods. It's, it's right there. Oh, yeah. The swing is that good. What do you make of it when you, when you see it?
1: It's like Tiger Woods became Dr. Evil and created a mini-me. <laughs> 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 because it especially, I mean, the, the swing is very similar to yeah, Tiger and yeah. for obvious reasons because yeah. when you're growing up, you imitate. Yeah. That's what you do. You, yeah. you, you imitate you know, who you look up to. And obviously, he's, he's got someone pretty impressive yeah. to look up to. He's got some status. But the mannerisms, yeah. that's what gets me. All the mannerisms. If you didn't know this was Charlie and you thought it was Tiger, you would go, yeah. oh, yeah, it's Tiger. Yeah. Because just the way he tees the ball up, the way he walks into it, the mm. way he twirls the club, the way he moves, it is incredible. Mm. But the golf swing, to your point, it's looks it's, very solid. It's flawless. Very up and down the line. Yeah, He's got a fairly good mentor, as we've mentioned. Yeah. and Nice um, backyard to practice in. Yeah, um, but, but how's he going in, in you well, know, junior golf? That's my question to you.
2: This is the interesting thing. Mm. Last time I checked... He wasn't even in the top thirty in his age group. Get this, in Florida. Wow! Okay. So not America. Mm. He's not the last time I checked. He's not in the top thirty in Florida. Now that doesn't really matter. The I,
1: good news is that doesn't mean much. Doesn't mean stage. anything.
2: No. Doesn't mean anything. I mean, when you look at him, he hasn't grown. He's not. You know, I, my boy's the same age. Um, and I watch uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Right? Mm-hmm. So I watch uh, Kelly play against all these kids who have had their growth spurt, and he's playing against men. I don't think Charlie's had his growth spurt either, mm. just looking at him. Because Tiger's six foot one. Um, Elon was a tall lady. Yep. Uh, so I expect well, him. Yeah, she, yeah. It's Five seven. Yeah. Yeah. Five
3: seven.
1: Five
2: yeah. Eight. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So I expect Charlie to be up around Dad's height. Yeah. Maybe an inch more once he gets done. Six foot two. So he's got. He hasn't done any growing yet. One of the great things that Tiger did with him, though, and I love this and I've read about it, um, is that he gave him blades. So all the other kids that Charlie's playing against, I have no doubt, Mm. they've got the biggest sweet spot that Dad could find them. Not Charlie. Charlie's got blades. He's got steel shafts in the irons. um, And the theory was that he didn't want he wanted Charlie to search for the sweet spot. Mm. He wanted that sweet spot to be the one thing that Charlie had to find. Great idea. And it's a great idea. Yep. It is It is a brilliant idea. Now, when you weigh in what you know the other kids would be using, you know, so the big clubs, the big sweet spots, um, everything, absolutely everything mm. to help their game. Uh, and if they've gone through a growth spurt, mm. you, you kind of get why he's not in the top 30. I'm sure he he must be in the top 30 by now in Florida. But I think the strategy behind what Tiger has done here is absolutely brilliant. Does he have a persimmon wood in the bag as well? Not quite. (laughs) That that would be good actually. Nah, not quite. So,
1: so, so, you know, I I lived in the same Housing yeah, estate. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Was it called? Again? It was called I, Isleworth.
2: I want to go there in, one day. Orlando. I've heard so right. much about it. It's I would r- love it, to go there. It's a
1: cool place. Okay, yeah. golf wise. Outside of that, it's it's Orlando. It is what yeah, it is. So, yeah, yeah. anyway, um, so we we, we were friends with um, Tiger's uh, ex-wife, Eli, right. obviously. Yeah. And what happened happened, etc. But we, yeah. we we stayed in touch because Alana, she was you know friends with her, and every now and then we we go and visit her down in um uh, down in West Palm Beach where she right. moved to, and um. And Charlie, at this stage, was probably, what is he now, 14? I'm thinking he was six or seven, something like yeah. that, when we used to go visit. And I'd be mucking around with him, just kicking the soccer ball or whatever and shooting a basketball. This guy's hand, hand-eye hand coordination He's was got a, just unbelievable. Yeah. I hadn't seen a kid with this much talent at such a young age. And the other thing was... He was trash talking me. He was sledging. And <laughs> <laughs> Now, we know where he got that from, obviously. Although, Elam was very competitive at the same time. She, really? She, she was? She hated to lose at ping pong. So, uh, but, <laughs> but, but he had the physical gifts right there, but he's also got that, that killer instinct, yeah. which is exactly what you need at the top level of professional golf. So, it won't surprise me at all if we see his name, you know, doing very well in college whenever he goes to college and perhaps turning pro and so on and so forth. So the woods tradition could continue.
2: So the NRL, they've got the father-son there with Nathan Cleary getting around and, and killing it. Yeah, uh, Collingwood had a, three father-sons getting around. It seems to be prevalent in football in this country. It's not so prevalent in the world of professional golf. I mean, Craig Stadler had a son, Kevin, Kevin Stadler, yep. one of the greatest nicknames in the whole world, by the way, the Smallruss. His dad was the Walrus. <laughs> that is his great. Da- his dad yeah. was the Walrus. Oh, that's great. Kevin wasn't quite as big as his dad. So they called him the smallrus. The smallrus. Yeah. So very, that, that very great. good. Well, the Smallruss, uh,
1: he pipped me by a shot at the, uh, where were we? At the Vines at the Johnny Walker Classic. Yeah, that's right. So geez, that, that annoyed me. <laughs> 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 he eagle the last to me. Yeah.
2: Jack Nicholas had a couple of sons, Jack Jr. Yes. and Gary. They they were pretty good players, but they you know, have obviously a monster shadow. Mm. Greg's got Greg Jr. Yeah. as well, as is in the Shark. Greg Jr. tried a little later, but didn't yeah. really have the pedigree. Mm. He wasn't interested in golf early days, is what I understand.
1: Jay Haas, Bill Haas, very yeah. good. Very good. Father, son, Bob Tway, and what's Kevin his son's Tway? name? No, Kevin, Kevin Tway. Kevin Tway, Yeah. Yep.
2: So th- there's a few, yep. but not many. Mm.
1: So... It's more brothers now. We've got the Fitzpatrick brothers. We've got the Hoyguard twins. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) We've got the uh, Minji Lee and Minwoo Lee. That's right. Brother, Um, sister.
2: There were twins who have just got through and got their card uh, on the PGA Tour, topped in the third. Really? Yeah, I read about it. And get this, get this. They're the second twins to get their card at the same time. I bet you don't know who the first ones were. It happened a long time ago. Wouldn't have a clue. Curtis Strange and his twin brother. No. Yes, I read it. Could, I read it. Really? I read well, it, it must be before true. <laughs> I came in here. I read it before I came in here. I had no idea Curtis Strange had a twin brother. Neither did I. I had no idea they got their card at the same time. Wow. Anyway, I'll get the article out um, after Nine Holes, and, and I'll, t- I'll give you those yeah. names. Okay. Uh, okay. But so the brothers are, are going quite well. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know what? If I'm Charlie Woods, and I'm, and I'm already a, a superstar, and people are talking about him on podcasts and you know, TV, and he's a, I, I think he'll be, I think he'll be pretty much used to it. Mm. will not he? Yeah. He'll be used to. Oh, he's used to
1: the limelight now for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you just grow up in that environment and, and you do, you, you become accustomed to yeah. it. You, you've seen him at events where, what's that father and son event where yeah, like yeah. Justin Thomas was playing with, yeah, fantastic with his event. dad. And he was sledging yep. Justin Thomas, you know, on the pun- practice putting green, you know, show yep. me the money type stuff and things like that. Yep. So he's already, he's got that moxie about him already. And the thing you got to be careful of is it doesn't get out of control and it may lead him down a path, which, you know, which happened to his dad, obviously, in, in yeah. certain regards. So uh, so hopefully they keep him pretty grounded and, and level-headed and, and he can just do his own thing and forge his own career. That's what it's really all about.
2: That is what it's all about.
1: The other interesting news this yeah. week we were just talking about before, but did you see Lexi Thompson is going to be playing the yeah. Shriners tournament in Vegas? Now, what do you I, think?
2: I, I, I'm all for the experiment. Yeah, okay. I, I, I really like to see it. I mean, number one was our... Uh, who played in the colonial?
1: Well, I had a bit of a look as to see who
2: Sorensen, Annika.
1: No, she wasn't number one. Who was number? Oh, we're going back in the day here. Okay, so there was so the only woman to ever make a cut on the PGA Tour. Who do you think?
2: Babe Zaharias. Babe Zaharias. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, right
1: she made three in the end. Way back in the forties. She made three. She made three cuts. Yeah, it was star. impressive. There was also wow. uh, Susie Whaley. Someone's. Yeah. Uh, um, who else? Spork, I think her name was. Yeah. And um, and then we had Annika Sorensen. Obviously, there was a big yeah. gap between them. Michelle Wee West, she played a few uh, the Sony. She came close. She missed the cut uh, in Hawaii by a stroke. And but can you
2: remember how old she was when she missed the cut in Hawaii by a stroke? 14. 14. Charlie Woods' age. That's exactly right. <laughs> she missed it by a, And that would have been, well, it still is to me, a 14-year-old woman. Mm. Missing a PGA tour cut this century. Was it this century? Uh yeah, yeah it was. Uh it, it would have to be it's it's in my top two most amazing it, things it I've ever seen. Yeah. The in, last in in one the was, world of
1: golf. The last one was Brittany come about five years ago. She played. But so this it's been a while since they've had a female play yep. in a PGA tour event. Around this golf course, uh, TPC Summerland, which is uh, in Vegas, length will not be an issue for her because I've played there. Length was an issue for me, and Lexi probably hits it further than me. Yeah, okay. It's just the the uh, the expectation, the outside pressure of playing with the yeah. man and, and how will the chipping hold up, for instance, yeah. whether she yeah. gets the Lexis or not.
2: Yeah. So, <laughs> it's being, it's just thinking selfishly here. <laughs> right. Okay. I don't want to be paired with Lexi. No,
1: it would be because, tough.
2: That would be tough because you yeah. don't want to beat her. You true. don't. No, that's true. You, you don't. So mm. that that's always interesting for me as well because I think, you know, I know when Annika played, they had to go and find a couple um, yeah. pros who were happy to play with her. I know one of them was Dean
1: Wilson. Correct. And they just did a documentary recently yep. on him and, and yep. how he sort of made her feel welcome and everything. I've yeah. only ever played in one event where a female's been playing – when Laura Davies came down here to Australia and played, uh, she played the ANZ Championship. Yeah. And I was thinking the exact same thing, Mark. I thought, I better play well. <laughs> but in the end, she she didn't play very well, so it didn't matter. Yeah.
2: but look, I love the experiment. Mm. I think I think it's great, you know, especially so, uh, like a of the world class, like Annika, yeah. somebody uh, like Lexi, um, who hits the ball a million miles. I wasn't rapped about Michelle Wee when she was 14, being thrust into a field like that but Mm. it it somehow worked out it did it could have gone the other way could have gone pear-shaped there's there's been a few that have gone pear-shaped
1: yeah and there there will be critics this week about saying well shouldn't false first alternate get a shot you know get this spot etc etc no i mean the sponsors have generally it's around 10 invites that they're able to give to help promote the tournament and this is a great way to do it so if you're first alternate i'm sorry but at the end of the day you got to just play better
2: yeah, unfortunately, that is the that is the case, especially the tournaments at this type of year.
1: Oh, you know, one of the reasons. Well, it, in the results, there's going to be a couple of beauties for you.
2: Yeah, once once the NFL starts over there, these tournaments get no nothing mm. in the press, absolutely nothing. So to help the sponsor pay and get its due, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. It's it's not it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. But like I said, I like having a look at the experiment just to say. I think everyone is curious about it. And, you know, if you're brave enough, if, Lexi, you're brave enough to get in there and and put your head on the chopping chopping block, then good luck to you. Mm, Indeed. Uh, You feel like a party pie?
1: I might go for the wrap today.
2: You're going to go. You're very, very healthy. Party
1: pies. I had sausage rolls for dinner
0: last
3: night.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
2: then you, I can guarantee you this, are missing out. And if you have, well, you know what we're talking about. Great time to drop in because with all the new equipment released in January, good old Sam at the Golf Clearance Outlet is licking his lips because the stores are chock full of 2023 branded clearance product. And you know, that was a hell of a year for Golf
1: Equipment, Nick you spot on there, Mark. There's heaps of gear for righties, of course, but as you know, I am a lefty, so there's a heap of gear for lefties mm-hmm. as well and plenty for both men and women. And if you're after a great prezi idea, you can get
2: gift cards in-store or online. So if you're looking for great golf gear and great prices, the Golf Clearance Outlet needs to be in your plans to go and check it out. See the team in-store at Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane and Perth or online, golfclearanceoutlet.com.au. It's that simple, Nick. Can't wait. Hang on, hang on, Nick. I thought you were righty-putting now. Oh, that's right. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Nick, I know you've heard of the Watch My Numbers app. It is brand new, and it is going to dominate the golf app scene for a long, long time. If you want to improve your game, you need to know the areas you're doing well in and where you need to improve. And this app will tell you exactly that, Nick. Yeah, you're spot on, Mark. It's the most powerful database
1: golf app in the world and it helps analyse and improve your game like never before because it uses real-time data from your rounds and highlights the areas of your game
2: that you want to look at. You get actionable and usable info in minutes not ours. That's really important. It's easy to use. You can set up your profile very quickly. I've done mine and start accessing data and subscriber only content straight away. Hmm. Who's it aimed at? Well, it's aimed at people who want to improve their game. It's for all levels of every golfer out there, particularly powerful if you're a mid to low handicapper, but it's great for the elite level and pros as well. So elite and pros as well. I like that. Watch my numbers, download it from the App Store, and turn your bogeys in the birdies.
0: Like the podcast? Maybe tell a friend, drop them a text, or share it on your socials. This is Talk Birdie to Me, with Nick O'Hearn and Mark Allen.
2: Okay, you ready? I am. So, the two paternal, or excuse me, fraternal twins earning their PGA Tour cards, Parker and Pearson Cootie,
1: Yes, now that does ring a bell. They're okay. in the top thirty,
2: uh, so well done to those boys. But they join Alan and Curtis Strange as the other uh, twins to simultaneously hold PGA Tour membership. And the Strangers did it back in nineteen eighty-one. Jeez, I... Alan Strange never heard of his name before no. in my entire life.
1: No, I never have. Yeah, that's bizarre, isn't it? So, uh... I'll tell
2: you, hey, I'll speak of bizarre. Mm. What about the kid who was 30th on the, uh, was it the Corn Ferry Tour Championship? Final event of the season, Corn yeah. Ferry Tour, Did top
1: 30, get your card.
2: It, please explain to our okay. our listeners yeah. what happened. It
1: was brutal. They, they played at a golf course called Victoria National. Pete Looked the, okay. Pete Dye course. I've played a Corn Ferry event there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it was pretty good. In, where is it, Indiana? Indiana. Yeah. Okay. In Indiana. Yeah. So, he, okay. Shad Tutin. Shad. Not Shad. Not Shad, but Shad. S-H-A-D? Yeah, isn't there a movie like Wedding Singer? Was was there a Shad or something like that? I don't know. Probably. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Shad was uh, finished tied for 19th. Yeah. Uh, Now, that had him at number 30. Gaining his card on the PGA Tour Champion. uh, Lifetime dream achieved. Achieved. Never been on the tour. Anyway, video evidence showed that this lift clean and place rule that they had in place, he had violated that and got a two-shot penalty. And moved to tied 28th for the tournament, which then moved him to seconds. How,
2: how do you violate a lift, clean and okay. place? Because so, so what it's happened pretty was, clear.
1: Yeah. So what happened was he you know, marked it, lifted the ball, placed yeah. it, yeah. but then it rolled. So when it rolls, you have to try and replace it in the exact same spot. You have right. to do that. Right. He didn't do that. He just went to another place.
2: Oh, so they got him. I mean, it was
1: an inch, maybe two inches difference, and that right. cost him his PGA Tour card. Brutal.
2: So if you if went... Oh. So I don't, I don't get this. So if he couldn't place it on exactly the same place... Mm.
1: Then you go to the nearest place.
2: Surely then you just go, okay, I'm just going to yep. put it there, right but next to it. So what did he do?
1: You have to attempt to do that first, and oh. then you can place it somewhere else. He just didn't attempt to put it in the same spot first.
2: Oh, he just sent bang.
1: And he just went to somewhere else. Somewhere. That and they just knew goes it was somewhere show, else. Yeah. It was straight away. But that just goes to show the rules of golf are so stupid sometimes. It's a real yeah. I mean, cattle, isn't it? Oh. Yeah. So, uh, but, it, I mean, the guy who finished 30th was Raphael Campos. There's, Campos, there's a, uh, a thing on social media about him, you know, getting the last card. And he is so emotional. And he felt for the guys behind yeah. him. But, um, geez, I feel for Shad.
2: Because every time there's a lift, clean and place sort of competition in Australia, if you ever get to play, it's usually you get a hand span. Yeah you know you, or, you can actually yeah no it or, is or a club link or length yeah. what what whatever whatever it might be yeah but not on the PGA tour so a lift yeah. clean and place means you put it back in exactly the same spot
1: no no that's a pre- it's a preferred lie it's the same thing as, lift, as preferred right. lights, lift, clean, and place. Right. So, so you're you're placing it within a card length or within a hand span. But what happened was he, he tried to put it somewhere and it rolled. Right. And then rather than trying to put it in the same spot again. He just moved it. He moved it. So that's what the, the, you know, the other God, part, part a, about preferred lights. That's a rule. The worst thing about lift, clean, and place rules is if you have it one day and then the next day they go back to normal. Yeah. I tell you what, it's so easy to mark your ball and pick it up yeah, straight away yeah, yeah, it because is because you're used to picking it up and cleaning it again. Yeah, it is. I think I've done that somewhere. I can't remember.
2: Yeah, it's Horrible. amazing in America how often uh, preferred lies are played at the top level, isn't yeah. it? I mean it really is. It, it, it's, I don't reckon I've ever played it in a tournament in Australia. Well, I guess no. It's Never.
1: It's different turf over there yeah. and plus they play through the summer which yeah, a lot of rain, thunderstorms and it, just, yeah, it is what it is over there. It's just part of the tour. So All right, let's get to the... Ping ping. Global Results, and this is your time to shine. Well, we'll see about that. (laughs) So we spoke about the PGA Tour, the Sanderson's Championship Luke List, winning a five-man playoff. Uh, Amongst the Aussies, Harrison Endicott, he led after day one, and he needs to get a move on to get into that top 125. Unfortunately, he didn't keep the move on going. He finished tied for 28th. Where is he? Uh, 129. So, so he's it, not far he's off. He's not far. He's still got a couple of tournaments, few tournaments left to do it. It's his
2: rookie year this year, isn't it? It is. It's, it's mm. actually a very good season. Yep. And getting you yeah, know, it's not like he can teed up in all the good tournaments. Mm. So you've really got to, you he's know, you need a first or a second place or a third place finish to really jump up. He's
1: done well. You know, he's, he's had a good first year. Just needs a top 10 or something like right. that, I'd say. Will states. he get
2: some status being in oh, the yeah. top 50? Yeah, yeah. You'll get a few starts somewhere. Top 126 yeah. to 150, yeah. yeah okay. uh,
1: Lucas Serpent also tied for 28th. And Cameron Percy, another one who needs to get a move on, tied for 43rd. So he's 150 on that money list at yeah, the they,
2: moment. They might as well reserve... Number 148, 149, 150, and 151 for Cameron Percy every single year. It's incredible, isn't it? (laughs) It is unbelievable.
1: When he gets his card, he just slips back and, yeah, yeah, anyway, that is what it is. Uh, The DP World Tour, as we spoke about, Matt Fitzpatrick uh, had the double with his uh, mum, Susan, won by three shots from Ryan Fox. What a defence. He won last year and came tied for second with Marcus Armitage and Matthew Southgate on the Aussie front. Dave, uh, Dave Michaluzzi, good result, tied yeah, for 14th.
2: Just on uh, our Kiwi friend, I saw him hit a 7-iron to 3 feet. And he went back to, gave his club to the caddy, and the caddy gave him a hot dog. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I saw that. Huge hot dog, he's just shoving it in his mouth, sauce going everywhere. Went all the way down yeah, his jumper. Went down <laughs> his jumper. <laughs> 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 uh, it was brilliant. Um,
1: so uh, the Aussies, yeah, tied, tied 14th for for Micah, and tied for 25th for uh, Hayden Barron. Good result for good him. Good stuff. Yeah. About 10 Aussies playing. that. They were the only two that made the cut, unfortunately. Uh, on the LPGA Tour Ascendant event in Texas, Hyo Hsu, Joo Kim had a wide-a-wire four-shot win over Bianca Pag-Danganan. She's good. Uh, I don't know about that one. No, but anyway, I'll, I'll pay it. Great result here. Sarah Kemp, she had a real chance. Finished fourth. Yeah. Very good result for her. Um, we had Sarah Jane Smith tied for 13th. Hannah Green tied for 31st. Uh, Corn Ferry Tour, as we spoke of, what a final day that was. Yeah. Five players moved from outside the top 30 inside, inside. to get the card. That's so, huge. So sharp, I mean, that is, you talk about pressure. Yeah. That is.
2: It's that hard is to pressure. do in the, I mean, it, quite often only mm. one or two players move. It's rare to see five. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Frenchman Paul Barjon, he went from 45th to
1: 8th with his victory. Yeah. So he was one of those guys and he had a three-shot win from Fabian Gomez from Argentina. Four Aussies playing, trying for their card. Mm. They needed the win. Best of them for this tournament was Dimi Papadatas, tied for 14th, but he finished 65 on the money list. Curtis Luck was tied for 20th. He ended up 47th on the money mm-hmm. list. Now, these two guys, Rain Gibson and Brad Druitt, they were inside the top 30 the whole season except for these finals, and they oh, ended wow. up slipping out to 40th and 43rd. So okay. Tough. What
2: about Dimi and Luck? Will they get uh, status They have status next, next year, year on the Corn
1: Ferry yeah. Tour, yeah. Okay. On the Epsom Tour, uh, it's official. Yep, Gabby, Gabby Ruffles. Ruffles. She well got done. her PGA, LPGA Tour card. She finished tied for 14th along with Cassie Porter in their Tour Championship.
2: Mate, we're going to have a whole team yeah. playing on the LPGA Tour she next had,
1: year. Gabby had three wins from 13 events. That's incredible. Yeah. Everyone else on that tour played about 20-something events, and she dominated. Yeah. The one rough one, unfortunately, was uh, Queenslander Robin Choi. She made every cut this season, 21 out of 21 cuts, right. and finished 12th. And the top 10 oh, no. get the card. Yeah, she uh, she, she, she was in there for a one, while, yeah. but then slipped out. It was a tough one. Now, she, going back to last year, she's made 26 cuts in a row. That's impressive.
2: She made 26 cuts in a row. In and a row. She just finished yes. outside oh, the top 10. Um, <laughs>
1: Um On the uh, Ladies European Tour, they had the Aramco Team Series in Hong Kong. Uh, Steph Kuriako, good result for her. She finished tied for fourth. Uh, she's played a lot of good golf. Kirsten Rudgley, tied for 11th. Ji-Yu Z- Lin won a playoff over Jin Young-Ko, so that was a bit mm. of fun and team napoleova because they Who have a team they? event going as well okay. team event going in this uh, aramco what, team live style? sort of yeah sort of um i think they have some amateurs in there as well okay. but they uh, sh- they won from by one shot from you'll like this team van dam
2: yes hey what <laughs> yes. what's her first name Anne Van dam. Anne van, dam. Anne, van dam. Anne van Dam. yeah in Great the asian name.
1: tour david puig had a wide wide five shot win he led by nine going into the final round that's impressive yeah. um, how do you so, say his name again david puig
2: no don't call him pig Puig, yeah, I know. It's puig, <laughs> I said Puig. Yeah, it's good. Okay. <laughs> what do
1: you reckon his nickname would be? He went to live straight out of college. <laughs> what would his nickname be? <laughs> this little piggy. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Yeah, well,
2: anyway. if you got an idea for his nickname, oh. send him through to our socials. We'll so work he, it out.
1: Here's a secret to winning golf tournaments, yeah. by the way. Porky, f- porky, porky, okay. Ah, okay. Nice. porky.
2: Porky, like porky, puig. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh dear. Here's a secret to winning golf tournaments. Yeah, go on. Out of the four days, yeah. he had the low round three out of the four days. Oh uh, unbelievable. I think that'll do it for you, right? So have to be
2: a record. Yeah, it could be. It that could would have be. to be a record.
1: Uh Australia's Jack Thompson tied fourteenth, Travis Smythe tied for twenty third, couple of nice solid ones there. Uh champions tour the Constellation Furican Friends Ooh. at a golf course called Timaquana. I love this course in Jacksonville. Okay. In in Florida. In Florida. Someone got on the you know, the mower or the, 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 had a motorbike out there and decided oh. to rev up the greens and right. dig it up the day before the tournament. Don't that's you hate the that, the yeah, green It's oh, shocking. Anyway, um, Brent nice. Quigley, one by one, from New Zealand to Steve Olka. Best of the Aussies was uh, Rod Pampling tied for 10th. Now, locally, we had the W Open, which we were commentating yes. on Fox Sports and KO. And we saw Harrison Crow in his first event. How yeah. was that? Had a hole in one in his first nine holes as a professional. Yeah, amazing, Isn't that incredible. Eighth, eighth that, that's got to be a record. <laughs> no, that is, that is yeah. a record. It was the seventeenth, but he's teed off ten. Yeah, yeah exactly. That, that's that's a record. But Simon Hawks, you've got a. What do you think about Simon? Well, he's got a he's got a look in his eye.
2: Yeah, he, he yes he does he's have a little streaky, and uh, yeah he does. And listening to him talk afterwards. Uh, That kind of matched up with the look in his eyes. There's
1: there's a fair bit going on in there, isn't there?
2: But, you know, you shoot 67, 67, 67 in the first three rounds, have a four-shot lead. We mentioned this on the broadcast, but Mm. how often? It comes back. Every single time, it seems, in this country... It goes back to one shot the diff or square mm. with whoever's chasing. Um, and Jason Norris was chasing this time; didn't quite hang on. Connor McKinney, Connor yeah, McKinney yeah, had that, that eagle, eagle putt. putt on the last. Yeah,
1: yeah that would have. But in the end, uh, yeah, Hawks had the two shot win over Norris and yeah. McKinney. But a fantastic event there at Junilup.
2: And they tried the experiment at this tournament as well. They had uh, a handful of girls playing, um, amateurs. I believe and they were playing off the same tees. Yes. So uh, none of them made the cut but that mm. it doesn't matter yep. when you had to look at the way they played they actually played quite well. Yeah. They played very very well so that would have been a wonderful experience for those girls and well done to the uh, people over there in WA for making that happen That's that's good stuff certainly
1: was at the same time they also had the all abilities championship going on there as well and Lachlan Wood was able to finally overrun Cameron Pollard because Pollard Pollard was going for the the trifecta I think of wins at the W Open I was getting sick of Camo he's winning (laughs) way too much so uh, Lachlan Wood uh, got him by a couple of shots so congratulations Lachlan that is our ping global
0: results beautiful we've just heard the, the phone go off, that means we've got a voicemail.
2: Righto.
3: You have one new voicemail, new message.
0: Hi, guys. Uh,
1: loving the show. It's David Craig here from uh, Brisbane in Queensland, social golfer. Just got back from a game down at Bonville in northern New South Wales, actually. Uh, I was wondering if you might want to do a top five on shots where you wish you could give someone a redo. For example, Tom Watson and his approach shot to the final green at the 2009 Open. Could you also throw in a redo that you'd each give yourself, perhaps from your own careers? Happy golfing! Thanks, guys.
2: Good on you, David. Mm. And Bonville, what a beautiful David place Craig. to walk around.
1: Isn't that a singer? Or is it? No, this Craig David.
2: Um, I, I reckon we do the. Uh, I want to hear the shots that you'd take back today, and I'll, I'll, I'll too find many mentioned. one. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll find one as well. But I love the idea. Of redos that we could give Famous redos Famous, mm. famous, famous, famous Don't give it any away Just on the Tom Watson one I've heard Tom Watson speak about that Eight iron that he hit into the 72nd At turnbury He reckon he landed it exactly where he hit wanted to he land line. it mm. Exactly the place It just had a hard bounce yep. The only hard bounce like that for the whole day And he ends up, what well, was he, age 59 or 59. 60? 59, yep. he almost won his sixth Six. open. Would have been a record. Would have been uh, ridiculous. And in the end, who won? Like when he takes his hat off, looks like a piece of top deck. Kitchen. No. Kitchen oh, sink. His, his kitchen sink, yes. Stewart sink. <laughs> sink. Have you seen him with hat, the hat off? Yeah. It, <laughs> a piece of top deck. Oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it is unbelievable. He's so brown. Yeah. His face is so brown, Then, And could he wear a hat all the time? He's, his scone is white.
1: He mm. was definitely not going to be in our hatless golfers. No, never. No, true. Ne- never in
2: a million years. All mm. right, Colin, uh, give me one shot that you would take back.
1: Ooh, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. I, the Australian Open, it's always meant so yeah. much to me. Yeah. The Australian Open. I've yeah. always wanted to win it. Runner up three times, unfortunately. But my best chance was 2007 at the Australian Golf Club. Yeah. I think I had a one shot lead with three to go yeah. over Craig Parry. I bogeyed 16, but it wasn't one of those bad bogeys. It's just one of those things. Yeah. Standing in 17 fairway. Uh, I had a six, in on my, six iron in my hand. You got the lake on the left. I don't know if yeah. you can remember the whole par four. And I just hit this squirrelly, horrible six iron into the front bunker. Yeah. And, I'll, and I just didn't get it up and down, made bogey. And that shot. As you can tell, has stuck yeah. with me. <laughs> and I ended up losing by one. Uh, I lipped out on the last for yeah. Eagle because um, I almost made Eagle there. But um, yeah, Paz Can you got see me. a tear
2: there? Yeah. It, it looks like he's welling up a little bit. He does look
0: very upset about Have it. Have we got any background music? <laughs> 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 yes, maybe we need it. Very <laughs> emotional. A little violin yeah. in the background.
2: <laughs> oh, that was a tough one. Yeah, How, well, about you? How about yourself, well, Mark? Yeah, we'll keep the violin playing. Yeah. Um, Uh, the New Zealand Open where I was I shot 64-69 the 69 was better than the 64 and I was leading by about 4 shots at the halfway mark and playing great and I was going to win got on the Tea with Michael Campbell the next day, and the tea announcer said, "This is Mark Allen, never led at this point in the tournament of <laughs> his life. Let's see if he can hang on. Let's see if he can hold it together." That's right. what he said. That's what he said. Oh my I, I, I reckon I've told that story before, but uh, that's you what he know. said. Let's see if he can hold it together. You, know, you should have seen the look on Michael Campbell's face. Anyway, I didn't hold it together, and I shot four over. <laughs> but the next day, Nick. The next day, I birdie seven, eight, and nine. And I'm back. You're back in it. I'm back in this tournament. I par 10 on 11. I hit a beautiful shot in. It went to the back of the green. I was in the rotten lie. I hit a beautiful chip to five foot out of this rotten lie. And I hit a gorgeous putt. And it's one of those ones where, you know, you walk to pick the ball up out of the hole and it missed. Anyway, so I'm walking to this par 5, 12th. And I'm thinking to myself, come on. You know, that was a beautiful putt. How the bloody miss? I should have been thinking to myself, under pressure, you have just hit a beautiful putt. Yep. Don't even worry about it. Just go to the next tee. This might have had something to do with. Uh, <laughs> this yeah, might have had okay. something to do with the next shot, Nick. <laughs> so I'm angry because the thing didn't go in instead of being wrapped because I've just put a pure stroke on a very important putt. I get on the tee and I snap hook the next one out of bounds. Oh no! So that's the one I would like to take that yep. back. Um, anyway, what did yeah. you finish? Pretty six or something. Okay. Yeah, yep. no, it really, it really hurt me. Yep. Anyway, but that, I like that top five for next thanks week. Thanks, David Craig, for uh, making us relive really that. Mm. And you can turn the violin music <laughs> off immediately. Thank you. <laughs> now
3: we've got plenty of
0: feedback here, guys, right I think that we should run through. Uh, first of all, some feedback on your masterclass mask uh, oh, from, okay. from last week, where you were talking about not stopping the swing at the point of impact. Yes, Gadamaz. Marco gives the best tips of all time.
2: What mm. a legend. Mm. Good on you, get yep. Friend of yours? Yeah. Yep, yep. Just don't use them every single week, get as, like I used to. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, Coach Miff is
0: uh, short and sweet. He said, great tip, Marco. Playful. Not short and sweet, good but good, mm-hmm. good, yeah, good to hear it. Okay, it's
2: nice. Jerry
0: Turner has said, this is why I've got to stretch well before playing. I fractured my back in 98, and unless I'm fully stretched, and sometimes not even then, my head will start to follow my shoulder and start lifting, resulting in a whole variety of bad shots. Keeping the head down-ish, while the shoulder goes up and back, isn't easy for older people and people with bad backs.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they're, they're mm-hmm. Go to your local PGA professional, though, and they'll find a solution. It might be perfect, but they'll find something for you.
0: Green distance star. Excellent advice, Marco. Very similar to what I was taught years ago.
2: Oh, beauty. Yep. So
0: uh, very popular on that yeah, one. It was, it was
2: amazing how many players in Europe use that. I saw so many of them working on it Yeah, um, when I got a chance to play a few European events.
0: And uh, a comment on your masterclass, class, Nick, from a couple of weeks ago when okay. you were doing the chipping masterclass class after Lexi shot in the, in the Solheim. Yeah. Anyone who watched Nick during his heyday knows what a short game wizard he was and still is. Yeah,
2: freak. Mm. Very fact, kind. A freak.
0: Well, you have to have a good short game when you hit it yeah. like I do.
2: No. <laughs> yeah, what I loved about your game, just while I'm on it, because everyone talks about your short game, yeah. but your balance in your long game, mm. I loved it. Yeah, because I used to watch you from a, from afar we never actually played together no we didn't we never no. played together in a tournament here in australia and we've we played in a lot of tournaments that you know at the same time we never but i used to always watch on tv and i'm trying try to work out what's going on with this guy he's, <laughs> he's just a human atm but, but but what what i liked was that your balance was was the same as rory you know rory mm. hits this these shots and his balance is the same every single yeah. time and i reckon the way you balanced yourself after every shot, no matter whether it was a wedge or a driver, was underrated. Well, know, just balance
1: something. is so important. And so impl- look, when you don't swing it at 120
0: mile an hour, it's much easier to balance. Yeah, it is. But you, but you
2: did it the same yeah, every
0: single you. time. Marcus has written in. Marcus has got a suggestion and a question. So, first of all, the suggestion. Hey, guys. In addition to your Ping Global results, hmm. I'd like to highlight Nadine Gold, who made the quarterfinals of the U.S. Women's Senior Amateur. She's also had a number of great results earlier this year. Check out her WAGR for her runner results. She is also currently the highest-ranked senior women, uh, woman on the WAGR. Wow.
2: Now, I remember reading about Nadine going over, but I didn't realize that she made hmm. it to where? The t- final 16? Brilliant effort. Impressive. Amazing.
0: Marcus, question though is this. Hey, guys, how can clubs help, play, uh, help people play their rounds of golf in faster time? The average round of golf now for a past Stableford comp day at my course yeah. is now four and a half hours. Too long. And stroke rounds are taking five hours. Mm.
2: Uh, two things. Uh, if every second tee time is seven or eight minutes, which a lot of clubs do, seven, eight, seven minutes, eight minutes, seven minutes, eight minutes, because that's up to 15, of course, and it gives you a round number, um, just extend that somehow just just 8 9 minutes will help the other one and people hate this they hate it gimmies gimmies if if you're in a stroke <laughs> if you're in a stroke no gimmies if you're in a yeah. tournament no gimmies but if it's par or stableford and it's unmissable you know yeah. i don't, i don't see the harm in gimmies if it's unmissable
1: I don't mind that at all. Yeah, okay. Good. Fair, fair call. The other thing you could do is if you go over four hours
2: 30,
0: it's a two-shot penalty. Yeah, there there, there now,
2: you go. Now, you, you're right. <laughs> would have been a tough day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: now, we'll talk about top fives a second ago. Yeah. You you did uh, last week top five uh, players who don't wear hats. Yes. Nick. Yes. Correct. And Daniel wrote in and said, hang on, hang on. He actually wrote that. Hang on, hang on. Did he? Top five no hats and Nick Faldo doesn't get a mention. Mm. Yeah. Sir Nick, yep. did you ever wear a cap anywhere, ever? And he tagged Nick in it. Yeah. Now, you replied, Nick, to this. This is on Twitter, saying, what was I thinking? I might have to bump Marco off the list.
2: What, and... for Faldo? Yeah. <laughs> well, there, there you go.
0: go. Now, Daniel also <laughs> wrote back and said, I got a like from Nick Faldo, so he saw it, but I'm upset that he didn't reply. But his wife replied. His wife replied. Lady Faldo replied. Really? Yeah. His hatless head was always about his great hair, days before we all knew about SPF and sun damage.
2: Yeah. well. Wow. He did have great hair. I'll give him that. Yep. Had a bit of a... You know, hmm. a bit of a swoop thing happening.
1: Hmm. wasn't bad. Maybe we should try and get uh, Sir Nick on the pod.
0: Maybe we should, yeah. yeah. Man,
2: I would love to get Sir Nick on the pod. Let's give it a go. A couple of final
0: bits of feedback here on last week's show, particularly on the Ryder Cup here. This is from Dale O'Neill. One of the most insightful listens regarding this year's Ryder Golf Tactics used. I wasn't expecting that. It was a must-listen for any golf fan. Such a great duo, Nick and Marco, as well.
2: Oh, it's nice. It's nice of you to Thank say. You. Thank
0: you. And Chris has said, great episode. Uh, Marco nails the Oakley golf issue as well.
2: Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. There's a meeting on uh, on the 12th, so I'm thinking about going to that meeting. Yeah, it? you should, yeah. Okay. And, and, and get that organized. Uh, if we get Nick Feldo on, I've always been curious. And I've, I've, he, he got to speak with Ben Hogan.
1: Yes, he did.
2: So I want to ask Nick Feldo, what Ben Hogan said to him? So mm. I don't know. I would love to know. Imagine those two. You mean? I remember reading something
1: about that, and I'm not sure Faldo gave it away. No, he
2: didn't yeah. give it away. That's why I'm desperate to know. Maybe he wants to keep the secrets. Who knows? Well, don't tell him that's what we're going to ask him. <laughs> <laughs> don't, okay. don't tell him that's what we're asking about. We're All definitely right. going to ask him what Nick felt, what okay. Ben Hogan had to say.
1: Well, I, I want to. The thing I want to talk to him about is that final round, '96 Masters. Oh, yeah. That'll be fun. Oh, anyway, that's here the we go. pod right that there. I could take up the whole pod. <laughs> could, there you go. All right.
2: <laughs> can, can, who, you, you do. You, you, he'd know you. I'll, I'll reach he'd out. You. you reach out. Okay. Uh, it's time for the top five. Now, this one's inspired by the WA Open. Mm, what a great event! Nexus, AdvisorNet. Correct. Bauer and O'Day, WA Open. Well done, Mark. Now, I want to talk to you about that too, because. <laughs> If you saw the start of that broadcast on Saturday, I butchered it on Sunday. I bu- completely butchered it. I think I wanna, you did. And I want to say it was your fault, <laughs> O'Hearn, because you got in my head about two minutes before we we're going on. So don't do that to me this week at the I WAPGA, for I goodness wait. sake. Well, I'm, I'm very frail mentally, guess so what? just stop it. <laughs> the intro this week is a lot longer than last week. <laughs> but we are going to record it. Lenny... <laughs> We're recording this week, so it's yes. not butchered. Anyway, um, the top five this week, I love the fourth hole at Joondalup. Yeah, it was a cracker. It's a fun hole. It's one of the f- most fun holes you've ever seen. You know, you got to draw it around In the corner. corner. The second shot goes straight uphill, and you've got to hit to a green that's on a cliff. Mm. It's great fun. So my top five this week is the top five non-short par four fun holes in Australia it's said, very uh a, it's very detailed it, there. it's a niche' okay. a, it's a very it's very much a niche okay at number five the 18th of Coulomb. now I've got to put a little kind of yeah in brackets when you're not playing the win... I was <laughs> gonna, I was gonna say I've played that hole in a playoff
1: four it, times it would
2: it would be scary it would it be is. scary if there was pressure on but if there's no pressure on yeah it's fantastic fun no. you know we don't see that sort of Green with the stone face mm. in Australia very often. Yeah, The other and, fun
1: hole there is the 11th, part yeah, three. Yeah, that's, right. mm. that's right. The left-hand is hole there. Yeah,
2: that could have qualified too because it's not a short part four. No. But I can't give two to call. Them. True. Uh, number four, the first at Cape Wickham. If you've never been down to King Island, the putting green is right next to the first tee. And in fact, the first tee is... Is the putting green. They don't change they don't, the, change they don't change the mowing height. Wow. And you hit across this amazing big, I don't know what do you call it, the big uh, gully. It's better okay. better word than gully. And of course you got it's just it's just amazing. It's I'm, great fun. I'm gonna go have to go and have a look. It is great fun. Number three. The second to Royal Adelaide. And it's all about the train. Oh yes, I just love the train going past. I don't know because I used to like trains as a kid. But when you actually hit <laughs> off, when you actually hit off, and a you know yeah. a choo choo train goes right next to you. Yeah, I like it. That's like at
1: Wentworth. They have the same thing on the yeah. ninth hole. This this thing used to fly by, and you just hope you weren't hitting a shot or putting at the yeah, time. That's yeah,
2: that's it. Anyway, I like it. Um, number two. This is one of the great holes in Australia, or fun holes. It mm. sometimes can be unfair yes. if the wind's in the wrong direction, but it is fun. The fifth at New South Wales. It's a par five, and it, you've got to hit... Oh, I don't, well, well do, It's not a ravine, but... D-
1: downwind, it's a driver wedge. Yep. Into the wind, it's driver, yep. driver, and then maybe That's some it. long iron. I don't know. That's <laughs> it. If
2: you don't know what we're talking about, just Google the fifth hole at New South Wales Golf Club. It is a great, fun hole to play. Yep. And at number one, the fourth at up. I've, I like it. Got it in there. So it's just you know amazing to build nine holes around a quarry, Uh, but to put a hole like that in, Mm. it is great fun. So well done to all those people who have who have organised. Okay, it's time for the masterclass.
1: Masterclass. Well, as we saw at the. uh, what was it again? The uh, the Nexus Advisor Net, Barra Nick, and O'Day.
2: Stop messing with my head, mate. <laughs> all right, I'm, W-A I'm open. serious, mate. Don't so- <laughs> don't mess with my head, otherwise.
1: Uh, it's a bit of fun, anyway. Uh, Simon Hawks, our winner. I tell you, his ball striking. Teeter Green was just. It was. Awesome it was. Sir. It was all Burgish. Oh, uh, yeah, sort of. Maybe Abergish. <laughs> okay. It was pretty good. It was very impressive. No, yeah. he, he drove the ball beautifully, hit his irons. But on the greens, we were never quite sure what was going to happen. And and one thing uh, I noticed, and I think I brought up on the mm. coverage, was on his shorter 3-4 footers, he wasn't quite holding that finish, yeah. holding the follow-through. He would hit it and sort of recoil a little early sometimes. And on those ones, you could tell that, okay, this putt's probably not going to go in. It was so, like
2: he was hoping it yeah, would go in, exactly. wasn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah so... With those shorter putts, again, it it becomes a mental battle, obviously, because you're worried about not holding the putt. I shouldn't miss this. Okay, So to take your mind away from that, I find a good thing to work on is just focus on holding the finish. Mm-hmm. Just hitting, stroking through the putt. Hold the finish. That way, your mind is focused on that. And if the ball tumbles in the hole, great. And if it doesn't, well, guess what? You've hit mm-hmm. a good stroke. And I can guarantee you, on a three or a four-foot putt, if you make a good stroke, yeah. you're going to hold those putts. And yeah. if you don't, well, you need to work on a bit of green reading. So uh, holding that finish is very important. Try and match that backswing and the follow-through. If you have a short backswing and then you go along the way through, and then that when that's when yeah. the recoil can tend to happen a little bit. Or if your backswing's a bit too long, that can happen as well. So match the backswing and follow through, and importantly, hold the finish. I'll put a little video up on socials later on and explain that in a bit more detail. Uh, it's a beauty. It's Good a on you, tip. Nick.
2: Good on you, Nick. I appreciate it. Big thanks to Ping. A big thanks to the Golf Clearance Outlet as well. And we'll catch you next week. All right. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Dan.
0: Thanks for listening to Nick O'Hearn and Mark Allen's podcast, Talk Birdie to Me. And if you're looking for some new gear, Ping is absolute top class. Ping help you play your best. Contact your local golf shop or professional and they'll sort you out. And the Golf Clearance Outlet, who beat everyone's prices. They're in Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane and Perth and online at golfclearanceoutlet.com.au. Got a favour to ask? Wherever you listen, if you get a chance to rate and review the pod, that would be fantastic. And if you subscribe, you'll never miss an episode. Talk Bertie and his executive producer is Dan Bradley at Kaizen Media and sound design is by Daryl Misson at loudzebra.com.
1: Do you want to know what the name for the WAPGA is this week? Have you got it? Well, I kind of remember it from last year, and this Go is on. scary. What is it? It's the City of Kalgoorlie and Boulder TX Civil and Logistics WAPGA oh Championship. That is a shocker. I think it's TX or something maybe, like that. Maybe you can it's... host this one. <laughs> <laughs>